Hey everyone, welcome back to Get Mel Soon. I know I kind of disappeared for a while. Um, so sorry, actually I'm not. I needed that time to girl boss my way out of depression, which is exactly what I did. So we're back, better than ever. Here I am, back to podcasting, so excited to be here. Um, so let's jump right into it. I usually start off each episode with a high and a low. So for today's high, my high is that I did a 720 on my roller skates. For those of you who don't know what that is, it's basically, so a 360 is a full rotation in the air. Um, It's just one way around. A 720 is doing two 360s, so like a double twisty twist, basically. So I did that, you guys. I did a 720 on my roller skates. I didn't exactly land it, so kind of bragging for no reason because... Does it really count if you don't actually land it? I don't know. That can be a different discussion for another day, but I did it in the air. I twisted two times, did a full 720 in the air, and I think that's pretty cool. So I think I get to brag about that all I want because not very many people can do something like that. So go me. The other high, I have two highs actually. The other high is that I got a library card. And I know this is like, okay, Are you a literal grandma? Like, why are you excited about a library card? But you guys, listen, I've started reading. Can you believe it? Like, I literally read books now. It's kind of amazing. I really used to be, like, a really big reader. Like, in elementary school, I was a Percy Jackson fanatic. I loved Fablehaven, Hunger Games, Harry Potter. You name it, I was obsessed. And then I kind of stopped reading because um, life hit me like a train. And I realized, oh, life sucks and is really hard and I don't have time for books. But I got back into reading recently and I love it. You guys, the the ability to just dive into a book and just be lost in a different world, it's so nice. And like, it is, it is truly saving me right now. It's like so much better than going on Instagram and watching videos and just rotting away. It's, it's like the same concept where like I'm going into a different universe, but for some reason reading a book is healthier and is more productive than just scrolling through TikToks and stuff. So I don't have TikTok. I just want to make that clear. I don't have TikTok, but I do watch Instagram reels. Um, that is one of my favorite hobbies is to watch Instagram reels and to make Instagram reels. But reading books has honestly really helped me with my recent trials in life. And it's helped me to not be super addicted to Instagram and just, you know, distract myself from reality. So yeah, I highly recommend reading books. I got a library card and I've been checking books out of the Orem library. And it's so fun. I love it. I'm even in a book club, you guys. And it's like the cutest little thing. I went to book club and we all, you know, talked about our book and we had a little charcuterie board. And it was such a good time. I love it. So I just thought I'd share that little high. Um my low for the week is that I got my nails done and they're literally trash. You guys, I'm so upset about it. I went to the dinky (laughs) nail salon in the mall at the university mall and obviously they're not going to do a super good job because it's, you know, it's a nail salon in a mall, you know. I I kind of, I knew it wasn't going to be good but I just went there anyways because I take walk-ins And I'm too lazy to schedule an appointment, but I went in and my nails look so bad. Like they did an okay job, but they're just like clumpy and just not cute. And I'm kind of upset about it. 
I just need to remember that next time I get my nails done, I need to schedule an appointment and go to an actual good place. But that is my low. I know that makes me sound so dumb, but I am a material girl and I can't deny it. So that is my low for the week. My nails look like trash and they cost me $70 and I'm not happy about it. Moving on. So after our highs and lows, if you're new here, after highs and lows, we do a mental health fun fact because this is a mental health podcast. So the mental health fun fact for the week is something that I wanted to look up just to research on my own because I wanted to learn about it. Um, Basically, I've been struggling with this thing called rapid cycling, which is where, you know, you have a really high elevated mood, you're super happy, giddy, you know, laughing, you're having a great time, you're productive, you're energetic, and then like five seconds later, you crash, you're depressed, you're tired, you're irritable, you know, all these things. And this is usually um, a symptom of bipolar disorder, um, which I do not have bipolar disorder, but I have been experiencing this symptom called rapid cycling. Um, And basically it's just, the definition online is, it's an unusual frequent transition from mania or hypomania to depression and back again. So for those of you who don't know, mania is, I kind of already explained it, but it's like a super high high, like you're happy, you're productive, you're super energetic, and it's just the best feeling, but it also brings um, impulsivity, which can be a little bit dangerous, but um, mania is like the place to be because the opposite of mania is depression, and depression is you know, low energy, no motivation, you know, you know what depression is. Um, so ra- rapid cycling is basically where you're going back and forth between mania or hypomania back to depression and so on. And it can be so rapid to the point where like you can switch your moods like 10 times in like five minutes. And let me tell you, it's exhausting. It's not fun. And this happened to me the other day. I was meditating. I finally took the time to sit down and um, just take care of my mental health and meditate. And it felt really good at first to be self-aware and to, you know, notice my surroundings and kind of reconnect with my mind, body, and spirit. But I noticed as I was meditating, I would, you know, take a deep breath and I'd be super happy and feel good inside all those endorphins. But then, you know, the next second I'd open my eyes, I'd look around and I'd be like, oh my gosh, like, I'm so sad. And this happened um, for 30 minutes. I meditated for a good half hour and every five minutes or so, I would just go up and down and up and down. And at the end of my meditation, I was so exhausted. It's exhausting. It's not fun. And for people who do have bipolar disorder, this is a common thing. And so that's kind of an interesting fact that I learned about mental health. Um, People with bipolar disorder experience this on a regular basis. And I can't imagine how awful that must be. (laughs) Um, I mean, I can because I've experienced it. But um, to experience it to the point where, like, you're never free from that rapid cycling. You know, it happened to me for 30 minutes of meditation, but some people struggle with this daily for their entire life. And that really sucks. Um, and so I feel like it it's good to do this kind of research because it's good to be aware of it so that people 
in your life that do have bipolar disorder, you can know more about it and you can help them with it. Um, since I have experienced rapid cycling, I'd say the best thing that helps is just for people to be patient and to notice it and be like, oh, oh, you're manic now? Okay, got it, good. Oh, you're depressed now? Okay, got it, good. I'll be extra loving and kind and helpful. Oh, you're manic now? Okay, sweet. Let's go impulsively get Starbucks. You know, like, I don't know. Just being supportive and patient, I think, is the best thing that helps. But um, another fun fact I learned about rapid cycling is that it is most likely, ex or um, most often, experienced by women. Isn't that funny? Isn't it funny how women just get the worst symptoms of everything and we, we just have to, you know, live with it? Isn't it sad and isn't it funny that women, you know, they, they experience depression, it's more common and they go on antidepressants, they have to go on birth control and, oh, fun fact, that birth control that antidepressant they're on, it's gonna cause severe mood swings, suicidal tendencies, maybe weight gain, maybe some fun acne, uh, maybe even some stomach issues and back pain and all sorts of stuff, but we just, we have to do it. We have to. Birth control, we have to. It's not the men's responsibility. No, don't, don't let the men experience any of that stuff. No, that's not fair. Don't let men have a hard time. Give it all to the woman because that's our responsibility, I guess. Sorry, I need to I need to slow down before things get way too heated. Anyways, that was a fun little fact. Um, bipolar and rapid cycling is most common with women. And my ladies out there, stay strong. We've got this. We are girl bosses. We are all girl bosses. I'm manifesting it. Um, we got this. It's ex it's exhausting. It's hard. And um, but I know we can make it through it because we literally, as women we have the ability to grow human life and birth it out of us. So if we can do that, we can pretty much do anything. And even though we may not be treated with equality, like, look how far we've come. We can do anything. We are girl bosses and we've got this. We have a long way to go still with equality, um, but we've come so far and go us that's all i have to say because i don't want to get canceled moving on okay after i share a mental health fun fact i usually dive into a meditation um if you're not into meditating that's totally fine you can skip this part it's just a guided meditation so i tell you what to do i tell you when to take a deep breath i tell you affirmations that you can repeat after me and it is really relaxing and calming and it really, you can't, it can't, you know, it can't have a negative effect on you, I feel like. You can't go wrong with a good meditation. Sorry, I kind of had a stroke just then trying to explain that. But um, if you're not down for it, you can totally skip over the next 10 minutes or so. I'm not sure how long it's going to take. Um, but yeah, if you're down, let's get into our meditation. I'm going to play some um, rain noises and we'll just get right into it. Okay. Okay, we are meditating now. So if you're able to close your eyes, please do so. And once your eyes are closed, go ahead and take three deep breaths. At the top of each breath, make sure you hold it and then release it 
with a cleansing exhale. So breathe in, hold it at the top, let it linger at the top, and then when you're ready, let it all come pouring out in a big exhale. Breathe in again, hold it at the top, let those feelings stir within you, and then when you're ready, let that breath out in a big exhale. One more time, breathe in, hold it at the top, and then let it all go. Now return to a normal pace of breathing and notice your breath and just let your body take control. Your body naturally knows what it is doing. Your body knows how to breathe. So just let your body take over. Let yourself breathe and just notice how it feels to breathe. Notice your stomach rising and falling. And notice how good it feels to just breathe. Now I want you to think of a time where you went through something that was really difficult. It could be something you went through just last week or a year ago or even something you're going through right now. I want you to remember that pain, remember that difficulty, let your mind fixate on this hard time and let yourself feel those difficult emotions. And as you're remembering this difficult time, keep being aware of your breath. Notice your inhales and your exhales and how your body feels throughout this process. Going through trials and difficult things is just a part of life. We all have to go through it. Fortunately, hard times don't last forever and we can heal and become better from our trials. Let this idea of becoming better from your trials become a spark of hope in your mind. As you're picturing this hard time in your life that you're going through, just think of this idea that we can come out of hard times and that we can grow from hard times. Just picture that as a spark. And I want you to literally picture this spark as a physical spark above your head. Picture it as a glimmering light above your head, whether it's a tiny little glow, it can be any color you want, any size or shape you, you can think of. Just picture a spark above your head, just glowing above you. Now I will read some affirmations, and as I'm reading these affirmations, I want you to repeat them out loud or in your head. And as I read them, I want you to picture this spark, this spark of hope, expanding until it fills the entire room. 
Each affirmation I read, I want you to let this spark grow and grow until it's filling your entire surroundings. So repeat after me these affirmations while focusing on your breath and focusing on that light above you. Repeat after me. I have survived so many hard things. I am capable of overcoming my trials. I continue to rise above the darkness. I am so much stronger than I sometimes feel. I can endure pain courageously. I can and I will prove people wrong. I can change for the better. I have hope in my future. I will get through this. I bring so much good into this world. I am not defined by my downfalls. I will conquer whatever comes my way. Now I want you to regain awareness of where you are and take a deep breath in. Notice how one small spark of hope can light up the entire room around you. All it takes is a spark to light your way out of your hardships. No matter how hard it is, we can find that light and we can know that we'll be okay. We will be okay no matter what because we have that spark of hope. Now take one more deep breath in and make it the deepest breath you've taken today. Breathe in. Hold it at the top and when you're ready, let it all go. That is the meditation. Thank you so much for participating. I feel like I should say namaste now. I don't know. I, I feel like it's just, I feel like I should say namaste. So namaste. I don't even know what namaste means. But I feel like that's just what you're supposed to stay, say after a meditation. Okay, anyways, um, thank you for doing the meditation. It's, it's kind of weird, you know, meditating. But it's also kind of amazing. And when you actually meditate, I mean, there's no correct way to meditate, but when you meditate and you can, you know, feel your body becoming lighter and you can feel, you know, I don't know how to explain it, you guys, but I've been meditating for almost a year now and you can feel the difference it makes. If you keep trying and keep, keep meditating daily, it can really make a huge difference in your life. Um, you can start out with guided meditations. There's plenty on YouTube. 
Um, but meditating seriously is so cool and it's really helped me and I feel like it can help other people too. It's just hard to get into because, you know, you feel like you may not be doing it correctly, but there's no correct way to do it. You kind of just know. You kind of just know when it when it hits, you know? It's kind of like an edible. You just like, you know when it's hitting and you're just like, oh, okay, there it is. Like, I'm self-aware, I'm mindful. Um, please don't cancel me for saying edible. I don't do edibles, mom. Okay, moving on. Um, now, this is the portion of the episode where we dive into the hard stuff. So I like to start out with the hard stuff and then later on we get into like the self-help, the advice, and all of that kind of stuff. <clears throat> and then we do responses. Um, I ask questions on my Instagram and you guys share with me and then I share those. And then towards the end of the episode, I like to share a poem because I am in fact a poet. Okay, so let's get into the hard stuff. So today's topic, which I have not mentioned until now, <laughs> is about change. So recently my life has had a big change um, and trust me, change can be a good thing or a bad thing and this change that has happened in my life is definitely a good thing but it is still really scary and it's really hard. Change is hard no matter what. Um, some days are easy and some days feel impossible. But I'm so grateful for the hard days because they seriously teach me so much. Um, the days where my alarm goes off at 7 a.m. and I feel like I can't move, those days are the hardest, but they motivate me to try again the next day and to do even better the next day. Because that's the thing, if we have a crappy, stupid, unproductive day, we always have tomorrow to try again. That's that's why life, you know, even though life isn't fair and life sucks, like, we always have a new day, you know? We always have the next day to try again and to make life what we want it to be. Um, life is literally that. Life is literally just about messing up until we finally get it right. Um, the past two weeks, for me, have been completely up and down. It's been really hard. It's been so hard. Don't cry, oh my gosh. It's been really hard. Um, I've had some days where I feel amazing and I feel the happiest I've ever been in my entire life. Like, I have truly, these past two weeks, experienced that. I have experienced joy that I've never felt in my life before. But I've also experienced pain and sad sadness that I've never experienced before. Um, and it's been really hard. It's been completely up and down. Some days I feel like I'm a girl boss and I'm productive and I work super hard and I'm healthy and I literally slay the whole day. And then the next day could be a day where I just sleep until 2 p.m., you know? It's really unpredictable. It's hard. But that's how my, my life has been lately. Um, what I've learned, though, is that when you go through a dramatic change in life, that's just how it's going to be. You're going to have days where you feel amazing and you feel brand new and you're like, oh, yes, you know, a fresh start, a change, a fresh new start. And then there's other days where you, you just don't feel capable of even leaving the house. Um, and that's how it's been for me. And what I'm slowly but surely learning is 
we have to be patient with ourselves. We have to give ourselves grace because change is hard. There's, there's, you know, no way to just go through a super hard change and just let it be easy. There's, it's impossible. It's going to be hard. Um, but what I'm learning is that when life just falls apart, we have to put it back together and it may take days, it may take years, but whether we failed today or yesterday to put those puzzle pieces together, we always have tomorrow to try again. And so that's how I'm kind of going about my life, you know? I have some days that are really dumb when I, you know, sit at home and don't do anything and I just cry all day. <laughs> and then there's other days where I feel amazing. I, you know, accomplish so many things and I'm so happy and I literally, like, I went on a trip to St. George by myself um, the other week for kind of a mental health vacation. And I had this moment where I was, I, I left the path, I left the, the trailhead, and I climbed to the top of this massive mountain by myself. And I got to the top and I looked around and I, first of all, I felt like I was the main character in a movie, obviously, but I felt so amazingly happy. I felt such joy that tears came to my eyes and it's not, it's not very often that you feel so happy that you cry. You know, usually tears are sad tears, you know? That's the more, more common kind of tears, I feel like. But I literally climbed this mountain, I looked around, and I just felt like I was a queen. I, I don't know how else to describe it. I felt so happy and like I was literally on top of the world. And that's what life is about, you know? Like, some days are gonna suck so bad, and that, that's sad and all, but other days are gonna be like that, where you climb to the top of a mountain and you just sob because you're so happy and you're so proud of yourself for getting to that point. And I'm literally getting emotional now just because I'm realizing, I think, right now that I am so proud of myself because these past two weeks have been hell. It's been hard, but I've had those moments. I've climbed those mountains and I've felt that joy. And I'm just so proud of myself. My goodness, like, I am a girl boss, you know? Gosh, anyways. Um, so that's, that's how I'm going about my life. I'm simply just doing my best. And some days I surprise myself, um, and then other days I feel like a failure. But that's what, that's what change is like, you know? Change, a big change in your life is hard to go through. And I, you just gotta remember, you know, that you deserve all the love and all the grace that you, that you can give yourself. And I know that. I know that for myself. I know that I deserve to be loved. And I am gonna give myself that love because I need it and I deserve it, especially after what I've been through. I deserve to be loved. <laughs> um, and I deserve to be given that grace. And so I'm gonna offer myself that as much as I can. Um, whether that means going to Build-A-Bear by myself, taking myself out on dates, taking five showers a day or getting a new piercing, whatever it takes, whatever it takes to heal myself and 
you know, heal from a big change, I will do that. And all it takes is a big enough spark of hope um, to feel confident in. And I feel like I have that spark. And I feel like as I go day by day, you know, whether it's a hard day or a good day, I feel like that spark just keeps getting bigger. Because even though life is hard, um, I still continue to get out of bed and do my best. And the spark of hope will keep getting bigger. And I know I have such potential. I talked to my mom about this. I came up with this analogy. I feel like right now I am a crumble cookie because I feel like, <laughs> let me explain, okay? I feel like I am a delicious cookie. I have amazing flavors, beautiful presentation, like beautiful. Um, but I am, alas, a cookie. And when you pick me up, I may crumble a little bit. There may be some crumbs flying about. I may be a little bit crumbly. I may break easily. But nevertheless, I am a beautiful and delicious cookie. I feel like that's where I'm at right now. I am a crumble cookie. Um, I don't know where I was going with that, but I feel like that's who I am. I am a crumble cookie. I'm proud of that an analogy, though. Um, anyways. <laughs> Um, so now this is the part where we get into responses. So the first question I asked on my Instagram is, um, what are your guys' life updates? Because I'd love to hear what you guys is, what you guys are going through. Obviously I've had a big life update. My life super duper just flip flopped and my life has totally changed for the better, for the better. Um, but it's hard. Like I said, change is hard, but yeah, I've had a super life altering change in my life. And so I wanted to hear your guys's, um, um, life updates. And so let's get into it. Um, somebody said, bro, it's hot girl mission prep time. So my girl Kelsey is prepping for her mission. She's going to serve a mission. So proud of her. Hot girl mission prep time. I'm so proud of you, Kelsey. You're going to be an amazing missionary. And I have faith in you. So proud of you for taking that step. And I know that you'll do amazing things. Next response says, I am learning to embroider. That is so cool. They said, I'm learning that outgrowing certain habits and people is okay. Oh, okay. So they shared two things. So they're learning to embroider and they're learning that outgrowing habits and people is okay. Love this. Love this for you. Embroidery is so cool. Um, it's something I wish I knew how to do, but I don't think I'll ever get into. I have enough hobbies as it is. But the second thing that they're learning, um, outgrowing people and habits, that, amen, that is the key. I have learned that, you know, when people leave your life. It's sucky. It hurts. But you know what? It's not them leaving. It's not them abandoning you. It's me outgrowing them. It literally, because anyone who leaves my life, that's me just, you know, outgrowing a person and growing into a better version of myself that doesn't deserve to have that crappy person in my life. Shots fired. Moving on to the next response. This person said, I am trying to go completely sober. Alcohol low-key ruined the last six months of my life. I am so proud of you. 
this, I cannot even imagine how hard it is to go completely sober. It's like, I don't know, maybe it's not like this, but I feel like it would be like going cold turkey off medication. I feel like it'd be similar to that. It must be so hard to go completely sober because of the effect that it's had in your life. And to hear that it's ruined, you know, the last six months of your life, just the fact that you're self-aware of that and that you're trying to make a change, like, go you. Like, that's amazing. The fact that you noticed, like, that it wasn't doing much for you to drink alcohol, you know, and the fact that you're willing to go sober and try to fix that issue, like, you're already there, girl. You're already succeeding. Just the fact that you're self-aware and you're trying to better yourself. So good on you. I'd love to hear um, your progress and I'm rooting you the whole way. So proud of you. Um, those are all the responses for the life updates. Um, the next one that I asked is um, how do you adjust to change? Because the episode today is about change. And I got a few great responses on how to adjust to change. Can't wait to read them. I actually haven't read them until now. So let's get into it. The first response is, I cry. <laughs> Literally though, like, I think they meant this response as a joke. But it's actually like a good response. Because crying can actually be a good coping mechanism to deal with change. And I've been learning this because I have cried quite a lot the past two weeks. Um, happy tears and sad tears. And I think crying is such a healthy thing. I think it should be normalized. Um, I think crying is actually a great way to cope. I think it's a great way to heal from a serious change in your life. So this is actually a great response. Okay, the next response says, I've never done well with change. It's really hard, but I always become better. So this is kind of like what I was saying, like change is really hard. Um, and sometimes you don't deal with it well, but you always become better from it, I feel like. there's It's like impossible to not like become better from a trial or from a change in your life. Um, okay, moving on to the next response. Uh, this person said, close my eyes and hold on for dear life. This is kind of where I've been. I'm just kind of like, oh, I hope everything's okay. You know, I'm just going to close my eyes and jump off the cliff and see what happens. That's kind of what I've been doing. Um, and for the most part, things are going well. I feel like, you know, like I said, some days are hard, some days are good. Um, but you kind of just, you have to rely on yourself and you have to rely on God if you're religious, or the universe, or just yourself, um, or whatever you worship, you kind of have to just rely on yourself and hold on for dear life, and hold on for dear life onto that spark of hope, you know? Okay, the next response says, anxiety attacks in the bathtub with a rainbow emoji. Love this for you. <laughs> if I had a bathtub, this would be me. Um, I actually had an anxiety attack last night, but I got out of it and it ended up, I was okay. And it was awesome because you guys, this is huge. And I'm going to share something that is actually monumental. I, every single anxiety attack or panic attack I've ever endured, I have had someone there with me. 
I feel like I've always had my mom there or a significant other there or friends there. Um, I feel like every anxiety attack I've had, you know, it can start out with me being alone, but then I always have someone to come kind of save me and, you know, get me through it. But the anxiety attack I had last night, I was completely alone. I was sitting on my bed. I looked around in my brand new little dorm room that I'm in and I was like, wait, what? How did I get here? (laughs) And then I just broke down and I started having an anxiety attack. And I was completely alone. I didn't have anyone. I didn't have any roommates home at the time. I didn't have my mom to call. I didn't have a significant other to lean on. And so I was completely alone. But I faced it. I did some deep breathing and I survived. And I got out of that anxiety attack. And that that's amazing, you guys. Like, that's growth right there. That's me learning that, like, okay, I don't have to, you know, rely on other people to make me happy. I can survive life and I can do life on my own. I don't need anyone. I don't need a stupid boy to help me be happy. I can do it on my own. And that's kind of what I realized last night. Like, I had this anxiety attack. I was really struggling and I was able to come out of it and I was okay in the end. And I slept soundly that night and everything was fine. Um... Where was I going with this? Oh, yeah. So the response was anxiety attacks in the bathtub. So, yeah, sometimes you just got to have an anxiety attack, but you can always come out on top and learn and grow from it. All right, next response. I'm really awful with transitions. I go into a depressive state for at least two months. Um, Yeah, this, I think, is really common. Like, it doesn't, I mean, it depends on the change, you know, but whether you're moving to a new place, a breakup, um, those are the only ones I can think of, lol. (laughs) But um, no matter what change you go through, I feel like, you know, there's a good period of time where you're just, you know, you're going to kind of have a weight on your shoulders. You're going to have some depression. And I've noticed that with the change I'm going through, and I'm like, you know what, so be it, you know? If I have, you know, some extra weight on my back right now and if I feel a little heavy from this depression, so be it. I will get out of it. I will come out on top. I know I will and I know I'm capable of that. It may take a lot of work and a lot of meditating and a lot of self-growth and a lot of panic attacks to get out of on my own. But I can do that and I know I can and I know um, this response. I know you will too. You know, whether it's two months or a year of healing, I know you'll come out on top. Um, The next response says, change is essential to growth and learning. We aren't meant to stay the same. With that being said, I am the worst example of adjusting to change. LOL, I hate it. (laughs) So this is a great comment. I love the honesty. Honesty is so important. Um, Change is essential. It is essential for growth. And that's kind of the whole reason why this big change in my life happened. (laughs) I'm not even going to say anything about it, and I'm not even mentioning what the change is, but everyone already knows. Um, But change is essential for growth. And I realized that. I'm like, okay, this change needs to happen so that I can grow into a better person. And it's not, you know, I'm not going to grow into the best version of myself unless this change happens. Um, So that's kind of what this comment is. Change is essential for growth and learning. 
and we aren't meant to stay the same. We just aren't. We are meant to change and we are meant to evolve and become the best version of ourselves. And I am willing to do whatever it takes to become the best version of myself. Whether that means a super scary hard change in my life, so be it. I am willing to do that because I want to become the best Melinda that I can possibly be. Next response says, I deal with change by blocking my emotions so I don't feel too much, but not I but they they said not recommended. So they don't recommend this method. Um so yeah, I feel like I I've been doing a little bit of this as well. Um blocking my emotions out by um just not letting myself experience them. So doing this by like distracting myself with social media or you know distracting myself by reading books. Um one way is healthy, the other way is not. <laughs> Being on social media is not good for me. Um, but reading books can be a really good way to distract, uh, distract yourself and block out emotions. But at the end of the day, you have to let yourself experience those emotions. And it sucks. It sucks so bad, you guys. It sucks so bad! <sighs> but you have to let yourself experience those emotions. You have to. Otherwise, they'll come out of nowhere and they'll hit you so hard and you'll, you'll crumble, you'll crumble like a crumble cookie and it won't be good. Um, it's good to distract yourself ever so often so you're not constantly in a state of depression, but um, you gotta let yourself experience those emotions. You have to. You have to put your phone down. You have to let yourself be sad. You have to. Um, that's just what I'm learning. It may not be the same for everyone else, but that's what I've learned. Um, okay, the next question is, um, what helps you to get out of a super dark place? What helps you to get out of the darkness? The first response says, my son. That is so cute. Can't relate. I don't have children. But I have a kitten that lives in my apartment complex, and he is very cute, and I will consider him my son. So, there's that. Alright, next response. <laughs> um, they said, My friends and seeing other people smile gives me hope that things will get better. Having friends, boy does it make all the difference. Not all the difference, but it does make a difference. Um, having friends that you can rely on. Um... Well, let me rephrase that. You shouldn't rely on other people, ever. I think the only person that can make you happy is yourself. I genuinely believe that. And I'm discovering that as I go through life. Um, but having friends to hang out with um, and do fun things with really can make a difference. And seeing people smile, it always feels good to you know smile at someone on the trail and to have that and receive that smile back. It, it feels good every time. So I totally agree. Um, the next response says, Taco Bell. Oh my goodness, Taco Bell. Taco Bell has never done me dirty. Wait, yes they have. Screw Taco Bell. Literally, why do they keep just saying, nacho fries are back, and then taking them away from me? How could they do that to me? Taco Bell, like, is constantly bringing me in, giving me that affection I need, and then stabbing me in the back by taking away nacho fries. Screw Taco Bell. But I do love Taco Bell, um, Crunchwrap Supreme. Can't go wrong with a good Crunchwrap Supreme. But come on, Taco Bell, seriously? You're really gonna just bring back nacho fries for two days and then take them away? Screw you. 
Next response says, prayer and the scriptures. Um, so if you are religious, this will help. If not, steer clear. I don't want, <laughs> I don't want you to, <laughs> to um, be aggravated by something you don't agree with. Um, but if you are religious, prayer does help. Um, literally, when I am alone and by myself, which has been me 24-7 lately, um, I just talk to God. I just say, hey, what's up? Um, I'm kind of sad right now. Do you want to, like, talk for a bit? And then we just talk for two hours, me and him, and it's just a great time. Um, I also, I mean, believe what you want, but, um, for me, I like talking to God and to Heavenly Mother. Um, maybe this isn't, like, allowed, <laughs> but I like to talk to both because I like to think I have two Heavenly Parents and I want to have a conversation with both of them. So I talk to both of them, and I talk to Christ sometimes, and sometimes I talk to my guardian angels even. Um, I don't know, is that weird? That's just what I do. Um, I think prayer is awesome. And even sometimes just praying to like Mother Nature or the universe, you do you, you know? I feel like there there's no right or wrong way to pray. Um, prayer is supposed to be a way for us to connect with a higher being, and whatever being that is, go for it, you know? Um, I don't know, maybe I'll get canceled for saying that, but I think prayer can really help. Um, it helps me to not feel alone, and I think you can pray to anything um, if you want. Um, whatever you believe in, pray it for it, you know? Pray to it, you know, whatever it is. And reading scriptures, um, whether that means reading the Bible or the Book of Mormon, if you're my religion, or just, you know, listening to an, an, um, an uplifting podcast, I feel like that also counts as scripture. Listening to a podcast that's uplifting, I feel like that counts as scripture. Um, okay, the next response says, hugs, hugs, exclamation point. Hugs are great. Um, I haven't had a hug in too long so if you're listening to this please come give me a hug i could really use it thank you next response says animals nature reading self-care my mom and a comfort movie i love that personally um movies and tv and anything on like a big screen gives me post-traumatic stress disorder um, for reasons I won't get into but I, I, I steer clear from televisions um, but animals nature reading self-care my mom those are all amazing things love all of them have nothing negative to say about any of those things um, and then they oh they also said life can't always be good and it can't always be bad and that keeps me grounded I think that's a great point um, that's an amazing point. Life isn't always going to be amazing, but life isn't always going to be horrible, you know? Um, and there's some, you know, there's some joy to that, and there's some monotony in that, and I don't know. Did I use the, that word correctly? That's a big word. Um, I don't know if I used it correctly. Let's just move on. Okay, the next response says sunlight. This is so important. Um, shout out to my seasonal depression hose. Literally, it is so tough to not have sunlight. <laughs> I live in Utah, and 
screw you, Tot. Like, literally, where is the sun? I haven't seen her in so long, and I miss her. Um, but I went to St. George uh, the other week, and I actually felt the sun on my skin for the first time in a while, and I was like, wow, that's nice. Um, so yeah, sunlight is so big. If you do struggle with seasonal depression, highly recommend vitamin D. Um, I don't know the factual evidence behind it, but I think it helps. So look into that, vitamin D. Um, okay, the next and the last question. I asked for people to give me advice because um, for those of you who know the big change I'm going through, um, you know that I could use some advice right now in my life. Um, I'm not saying what the change is because here's why. Um, I personally, I don't want to say anything negative about the situation. I don't want to say anything bad because what happened happened and that's it and it's a big change in my life that was meant to happen and I don't think there's anything more that needs to be said about it. Um, so yeah, I don't want anything negative to be said about anyone, um, including myself and others. I don't want anything negative to be said. I think there should be nothing but good feelings. Um, and I don't think, you know, I don't think it's anyone's place to say anything about anyone. Period. Moving on. Let's move into the advice that was given. The first um, piece of advice was to love yourself. Thanks, sis. This is my sister that commented this. <laughs> I am trying my best to love myself. It is hard. I have days where I, like, genuinely, like, am head over heels in love with myself. Um, like, I genuinely do. Like, I'm like, dang, like, you're amazing. Like, can I, can we date? You know, but there's other days where I'm like, you're literally the... You're literally the definition of a piece of crap on a beef stick. Like, I don't know. Like, some days I'm feeling myself, some days I'm not. That's just part of life. But I'm doing my best, so thank you. Um, next response says, Learn to see yourself as wonderfully and beautifully as the rest of the world does. Oh my gosh. You're killing me. Thank you so much. Um, I don't think the rest of the world sees me as wonderful and beautiful. But I like to think that a good portion of the people in my life do see me that way. So I'm trying to see myself that way too. And I'm doing, I'm doing better, you guys. Like, I, I seriously have, like, I have been loving myself lately. For the first time in years, question mark, I've been loving myself. All it took was that big change in my life to finally fall in love with myself. Um, but I'm doing it, and I think I'm doing a, a pretty good job. Um, okay, the next response says, men are literally dumb. Um, yep, <laughs> and then the next, sorry, oh my gosh, trigger warning if you're wearing AirPods, sorry, that probably bursted your eardrums, um, and then they said, actually though, healing is a process, and there will be highs and lows, being kind to yourself is key, um, so yeah, men are dumb, couldn't have put it better, um, men are dumb, um, yeah, Oh my gosh, sorry. Um, actually though, healing is a process. There will be highs and lows. Be kind to yourself. So yeah, being kind to yourself is key. And I'm doing my best. I'm really trying. Um, and I know there are highs and lows. I am realizing that as I go. So thank you for this piece of advice. Um, okay, the next and last piece of advice for the day 
is always make time for yourself. Um, I've had nothing but time for myself lately because I haven't had anyone to tend to but myself. <laughs> so I feel like I'm doing a pretty good job at this. Um, but I've been doing things like just trying to love myself and be there for myself and even take myself out on dates and do little trips for myself and it's been awesome. Um, so this is a great piece of advice, so thank you. Um, moving on, the last thing that I will do is I'll read my poem. This is the poem that I wrote when I was, when I climbed to the top of that mountain and I cried genuine tears of joy. And this is the poem that I wrote. Okay. It says, I thank thee for the sunlight. I thank thee for the trees. I thank thee for my own smile as I sit and shoot the breeze. I thank thee for this freedom and the love that it can bring. I thank thee that I feel whole. I finally feel love for me. I thank thee for the color red of the dirt beneath my boots. I thank thee for the journey as it takes me to my roots. I thank thee for the climb, though slippery and exhausting it might be. I thank thee for the discovery that I can be in love with me. That is my poem. Probably my best poem yet. I'm really proud of that one. Anyways, um, that is it for today. Thank you so much for listening. I can't believe that people actually listen to this podcast. I've had so many people reach out to me saying like, when are you going to record again? Like, I need your podcast. <laughs> and it like, it boggles my mind that people actually listen to it. So if you do, thank you so much. Um, that's all I have for today's episode. For the people, I just want to do a quick shout out. For the people that have been reaching out to me, um, because I know what I'm going through, I just want to say thank you so much. And for the people that haven't been reaching out to me, I've outgrown you. And that's all I have to say about that. Um, <laughs> thank you guys for listening, um, and I hope you all stay well. Love you guys. Bye.